guys welcome to she knows arsenal my name is jessica and i'm your host and you can follow me on twitter at it's Jessinho. oh man i really want to wear my glasses right now but the glare is like a little intense let me see if i can like move over here or something <laughs> maybe I, I need to wear my glasses you guys i can't see it, yeah the glare is too much isn't it <laughs> it's fine so welcome to she knows arsenal if this is your first time here Welcome. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. There's about 20 of you guys watching already, which is amazing. Make sure you like the video and subscribe to the channel. Yeah. So we're going to be talking more about Ben White today on Transfer Listed. So look, I just got done like talking in a Twitter space about Ben White, but it's the most breaking news for today. So we're going to talk about it some more. And obviously here on Chino's Arsenal, I, I love to you know get your guys' comments up there and hear all of your opinions and all that kind of stuff. So let's just go ahead and get started. So David Ornstein, he tweeted this morning, he said that Arsenal are moving closer to an agreement with Brighton for Ben White. Um, Brighton want guaranteed 50 million. Um, Arsenal are offering 45 million plus $5 million in add-ons. Face-to-face talks have already taken place and negotiations can continue over add-ons, payment structure, et cetera. No other bid bidders yet. There's also reports coming from Sky Sports and Brighton correspondents confirming the closeness of the deal. So, you guys, this looks like something that's going to get done. They've also spoken about Lakonga being um, – oh, hey. Hey, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, they're also talking about um, Lakonga being the next guy on the list. You know, I think he's on vacation right now, but they're looking to close up that deal as well. And Mavrapanos is, is on his – are going to stay at Stuttgart you know, uh, for a loan with an obligation to buy for somewhere between like five and seven million. So it looks like business is getting done. Uh, Lucas Herrera is also looking like he's on his way to Lazio. I just saw reports that, you know, we're trying to figure out a structured payment where they'd have to pay quite a bit up front and then the rest of it a little bit later. But his will be an obligation to buy too. And so what are you guys thinking about kind of like the way our transfer business is shaping up at the beginning of the window? Again, the window has pretty much just opened. If you kind of look, you don't really see like a lot of other teams doing business. So, you know, take that into consideration. I know we have anxiety, but it's not like everybody else is doing things and, and we're not. 
but it looks like things are moving along. I, I expect the Granite Jaka to Roma deal to get done. So what is your initial thoughts on just kind of how things are shaping up? Let's see. Richard is saying we are getting robbed. No way he's worth that. Um, is this a case? Is this the case? What is Rob holding worth? Um, Dubber Ducky says, nice glasses. Thank you so much. Jordan Shipper says, white Saliba plus Gabrielle Marie seems good to me. Um, Arul Selvin says, how was Maguire worth 80 then? That's the market. I think Ben is better. Sean says, I have no problem with getting Ben White. Hopefully this is the start of the dominoes falling. C. Wilder says, you think holding is going to be up for sale? I'm hoping so. Sorry, Rob. And Shamoy is saying another $75 million like rated center back. <laughs> Yay. Come on, you gunners. So yeah, I sense the anxiety. I get it, you know, but at the same time, you know, it looks like we're trying to install a strategy. And I know a lot of people are trying to say that this signals no strategy, but I actually would say the exact opposite. Everybody that we've been legitimately linked to, is relatively proven, whether it's in the Premier League or they've been in another league, they're they're proven, they're not newish players. They're between the ages of 23 and 26, which is pretty much that, that age range that we're not really, we don't have a lot of players in that age range at Arsenal. And they have good upside, meaning that if we wanted to sell them on, as long as they're performing good, we would be able to sell them on for a decent fee. You know, So for me, it's kind of like, it is what it is. You know, I get that Ben White is not worth 50 million. I'm just going to say that straight up. He's not. Most English players are not worth what they end up being sold for because of English tax. Like we know this. We know that this is the reality of the market, right? So his transfer market value is about 35 million. We'll be paying 50 probably because he's on the English national team and he's English, you know? So I get he's not worth that, but most players that you pay for in the Premier League, and especially if they're British, we tend to pay more. That's just the reality. It's not just us spending that. It That's how things kind of go. Now you're probably thinking, well, we could go, you know, overseas or in Europe and find somebody, you know, for less. But what comes with players that come from other leagues is adaptation. You know, we spent 45, 50 million to uh, pay the release clause for Thomas Party, who is a world-class midfielder in his own right. And, you know, he struggled adapting to the Premier League. Tiago struggled to adapt to the Premier League. You think about the difference in the way that Tiago performed for Liverpool last season versus Diego Jota. You know, Diego Jota was able to step straight into their team and make a difference. And Tiago really struggled and he's a world-class midfielder. So, what I think Arsenal is trying to avoid is that adaptation year because we can't afford it. We have to be in Europe next season or the season after next, you know? So if you can take away that factor of needing a whole season to adapt to the Premier League, then I think you're, you're doing something smart. So, but if you have to do that, you have to be prepared to pay more. And I don't think Arsenal would want, would pay more for Ben White knowing that they couldn't address other areas that's the other bit of anxiety that's coming in besides, you know, how much he he's not worth that is. So how is this going to affect other signings? You know, you know, it just depends on on how things unfold. I, I can't say with without a shadow of a doubt that I know for sure that they're going to go ahead and address other areas, you know, 
even though they're spending 50 million on a, a defender. But what I will say is that they have no, they have no choice. You know, Arsenal, we're not a Champions League team anymore that's able to go through summer windows and not address air, key areas because we're still better than a lot of other teams. Like we are vastly underperforming. So they actually have no choice but to stick their hand in their pocket and address multiple areas. Whether you think center back is a priority or not, I, you know, I'm not convinced that spending the 50 million on Ben White necessarily means that we're not going to prioritize other things. I just, that doesn't rock with me. It just doesn't, you know, and just because it's the first signing that looks like it's getting done doesn't necessarily mean that it's the main priority. You know, the bigger signings, the ones that probably need a little bit more negotiation, maybe you have to convince the player a little bit more will probably take until the end of the window, you know, so we have to take those things into consideration and I could come back at the end of the window and be raging. And you guys could be saying, I told you so, but nothing about what reliable journalists have been saying over the last couple of weeks leads me to believe that if we buy Ben White, then that means that no attacking midfielder is coming in. No, no center midfielder is coming in a lesser quality attacking midfielder or center midfielder will be coming in because we spent so much on a center back so I get the anxiety, but, you know, no, I just don't see it. Like, you guys, I really don't see it because Arsenal Football Club have got to get it together. They cannot afford to mess this up, you know. So what are you guys saying? Sean says, doing things differently this time in the transfer window. Yo-Yo says, assuming White can play higher up the pitch than holding, this should be a good signing. Yo-Yo, that's a really good point. I think we spend a lot of time thinking about how much it costs, you know, or what the fee is. But in terms of a player profile, this is somebody who would replace David Louise. And in our Twitter spaces that just ended just before I came on here, the Euro expert, Alex, was saying that he doesn't even think Saliba is ready to play for Arsenal Football Club right now. You know, we're under pressure. And this is a, a neutral. This is somebody who doesn't support Arsenal and watches League on, on a regular basis. So this is somebody who knows about Saliba and said from his own mouth that Saliba might not be ready. So, you know, if you could have White step in and we're not having to deal with maybe holding and his lack of technical ability on the ball, I think that that's a good thing. I mean, I don't know how we, we could look at it as anything but a good signing. You know, I can see the Saliba aspect. I can see the fee aspect. But if you're telling me that we would start with Ben White as a right side of center back versus holding, then I'm like, okay, yeah, sign me up. Let's see. Yo-Yo says players across Europe are overpriced. It's the cost of being viewed as a big club. It is what it is. I mean, there's there's also the aspect that Arsenal Football Club is not really going to be able to go into the market and get these, you know, people think Arsenal has money. So we're not going to get cut price deals. You know, it just is what it is, you guys. And it's, it's funny because it's been like these tweets have been kind of going around like, you know, if. Ben White's name was Benjamin Blanc, you know, we probably wouldn't be questioning it because he's English. So we automatically feel like he's overpriced, meaning he's not worth it, meaning he's not a good player. And I just feel like we need to think about it a little bit more rationally. And Ben White is a good player. If he was linked with anybody else, if he, if he, you know what I mean? Like if he was linked with anybody else, I feel like we'd be thinking about it differently. We let rivals get in our heads and say that he's not a good player, but 
I was even listening to KJ, who's a Manchester United fan on the terrace, and he was saying a move like Arsenal getting Ben White versus going into the market and getting an older center back like a David Louise is a lot more worrying as a rival, you know, you know, us actually getting like Ben White is, is more of a, a worry for a rival. Like, you know what I mean? So if the rivals can see it, if other teams can like, you know what I mean? If, if neutrals can see it, then why can't Arsenal fans just accept that Ben White is a good player? It would be a good signing and you know, it is what it is. Maybe that's just me. Um, Oliver says we need to get homegrown quota up to fit in with the new requirements after Brexit. Chris YT says there's no excuse for Arteta now. Yeah, that's very true. When you bring in players that are ready to go, we'd be expecting him to get the most out of those players from the very beginning. You know, um, Thomas will be over his adaptation. I think Pepe has, has gotten to a good point in his, in his progression and his development. So knowing that and, also, if they were to, you know, make sure that they address the other positions, center midfield, creative midfield, then you would expect there not to be any excuses for Arteta and we can make a good, you know, um, conclusion to whether we should continue on with him. You know, there won't be all those additional factors of no fans in the stands, pandemic, not having the right players, all those types of things. Haji says, Thiago Silva did pretty good when he came from France. Thiago Silva, I mean... He's an experienced player. He should do well. But we're talking about your Jules Koundes, your Tapsobas, these players that are similar in age, you know, similar in profile, you know, would cost you probably more than it would cost you to get in Ben White and them having that year of adaptation. I'm not convinced, you know, that they would come straight in and not have to adapt. And I'm also not sure that they're that much more experienced than Saliba, you know, coming from a very similar, similar type leagues. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Tiago Silva is like a world-class defender. He should be able to step in, but that's not really what we're talking about here. We're not talking about Tiago Silva, who also you have to remember is coming into a Chelsea side full of really good players. David Luiz was pretty similar to Tiago Silva came to Arsenal and, and flopped for the first year because the, this team is not similar so I don't think Tiago Silva is a really good example. Let's see. Dubber Ducky says, I wonder if we will get a right back. I think we need one, but can't see any good ones on the market. You don't see any good ones on the market. I do think there are good right backs in the market, but maybe, you know, maybe Ben White would play right back. Um, in some instances, maybe he would play midfield. We don't really know. He's also somebody that can play multiple positions. And it's not like that. He can do a job there. It's not like putting Jacka at left back. It's he can competently successfully play in those positions, you know? So it is what it is. You know, I, I think, there are good right backs out there and I would prefer us to just get a right back and not bring in Ben White to play right back. But I do see good ones on the market. You know, you could look at somebody like uh, Riddle Baku. I'm sure if you go to Wolfsburg and you offer them what he's worth, you could get him. You know, there, there are good right backs out there. You know, so. Olivier says Basuma disappeared from the rumors news. You guys, I'm not sure what's going on with Basuma. We did, I did do like, you know, two different shows about Kamavinga. And I feel like his decision to leave Ren has made Arsenal maybe take notice. And maybe that's what's holding it up. 
he has to, you know, either re-sign with Wren by the 28th of June, or he'll be out on the market. And from different reports from reliable journalists, we are interested in contact with him and trying to see if we can get a deal done. That would lead me to believe that Basuma is the second choice. I personally feel like just go for Basuma and get it done. But I feel like that may be the hold up with Basuma, but that's just me, you know, assuming. Let's see. Yo-Yo says, Saka, ESR weren't ready until they were ready. Wenger would throw players into the deep end. Arteta's cowardice held back the side last season. We must be braver. I, I tend to agree with that, but, you know, I'm still not convinced that Saliba is quite at the level that Bakayo Saka and ESR are at, like in terms of being able to come into this team and make a difference, especially when we're talking about a player very close to <laughs> very close to the goal. You know, his mistakes will not be not scoring a goal. It will be kicking the ball in the back of our net. So although I do, I do think that we need to be a little bit braver and, you know, I wouldn't be upset if we integrated Saliba into the side this next season, but if you're telling me that, you know, maybe there's a longer term plan for him to get some Premier League experience before he comes in and he replaces holding when he becomes homegrown next season, I'm actually more interested in that because then I don't have to go through, you know, Arsenal fans slating Saliba because he makes mistakes that most young players would make. People outside of people that don't like Arsenal, you have to remember, like, consider the source, you know. People that don't like Arsenal, you know, journalists and outlets that don't like Arsenal are always going to paint the narrative as Saliba's this ready-made star that should be starting for Arsenal and they're making a mistake. Whereas I've heard from other people who don't have an agenda against Arsenal that he's not ready. So there's no reason to rush him if we could bring in somebody to bridge the gap and then Saliba can come in the season after with some Premier League minutes under his belt. Again, we're Arsenal is playing at Leicester. If he makes mistakes, they go away like that. If Saliba makes mistakes, it'll follow him the entire season. So I think Saka and ESR are a little bit different because they're, you know, used to England. I think they're a little bit further along in their development. Saliba, to me, seems like somebody who may need one more year of development, you know, so we'll see. Josh says, I would love to get Neves. Um yeah, Neves is a good player. And if he came into Arsenal, I wouldn't, you know, capitulate. I do think I would prefer Basuma, but, you know, those links have got, gone kind of like, you know, quiet too with the Neves thing. So we'll see how that whole thing um, shakes out. Joel says, um, Joel says, Silva struggled at the start of the season. He did. And a lot of Chelsea's kind of you know, rocky moments are kind of glazed over because they ended up winning the Champions League. I don't think half of the players that they brought in last season, most of whom coming from other leagues, actually had a great effect on that team in the league. Like, they really did it. Havertz, Werner, Ziyech, um, Thiago Silva, they all struggled, you know, to really make a difference in that team. It really was the players that were already kind of there holding that team together. Let's see. Matt G says, I think Arteta see, um, seems him in the same mold as Tierney, sees him in the same mold as Tierney who can play left back and left-sided center back. Yeah, for sure. And the way that we play now with Chambers kind of playing like that inverted right back slash a right-sided center back, that could be a good option for Arsenal moving forward. 
to allow Tierney to do what he does best, which is bomb up the left-hand side without having to really worry like about, you know, him having to come back because we have cover, you know? So I think Ben White is definitely there for his versatility and he's primarily proven ready to go. I mean, we rate Bielsa's opinion so highly he rates him very highly. And I think moving to Brighton, a team that really struggled may have changed the narrative around him. But when he was at Leeds, he was the best thing since sliced bread. People loved Ben White when he was at Leeds. And so I think we have to take into consideration that they're, that although we may be, you know, reluctant based on the price and all that kind of stuff, this guy has a lot of good qualities like that we could use at Arsenal. Haji says Fofana came from France and Roger trusted him and gave him a lot of confidence. He also came into the side because Soyuncu and Johnny Evans were injured. He didn't come straight into the squad because that was the plan. They had a lot of injury issues from the very beginning with Soyuncu being, you know, injured. So, and he was also brought in to play with Johnny Evans, who has vast Premier League experience. We don't actually have that in our team. He would be playing next to Gabrielle. And if he's not playing next to Gabrielle, he'd be playing next to Marie. So I don't necessarily feel like that's very similar. Then towards the end of the season, they played in a back five slash a back three. So he had two people really holding him down. His mistakes were being kind of glossed over because he had the protection of two more senior people in that back line. So yes, it's about trusting him, but it's also about having the right environment and circumstances to allow them to thrive. And again, I'm not sure that Arsenal has that with Rob Holding slash Gabrielle slash Marie next to him. It's not similar to Johnny Evans and Soyuncu. And also, again, it's Leicester and this is Arsenal and the expectations of Arsenal are completely different than Leicester. They could easily come in sixth, seventh place next season and nobody would bat an eye. But we need to be somewhere between sixth and fourth and or fourth and sixth. You know, we need to be somewhere up there. So and really, we should be in the Champions League or trying to fight for those places. So, again, the circumstances around both clubs are completely different and the environment, you know, is just different. Let's see. Yo-Yo says Saliba should leave for his own good. Tired of Arteta's disrespect. Hey. Billy says spot on. I also think Ben White could be an option for DM. Um, Newman says I like Jess's funky new glasses. Thank you. I can't see and I cannot wear my, my contacts right now. I'm just, I can't do it today. I can't. Robert says, I understand everybody has a price, but isn't worth 50 million for Ben White too, or isn't 50 million for Ben White too much? I don't, I don't really know why. I mean, that's how much you pay for English center backs, Premier League proven center backs, center backs of the ages between 23 and 25. I don't think we've ever went out in the market and got somebody that fit the profile. So maybe we're not used to seeing prices like this. But again, Nathan Ake went to Manchester City for 40 million last summer. Like, you know what I mean? And he's not even as good as Ben White, in my opinion. And he was a backup, you know. So I think he's also somebody that can play multiple positions too, you know. But that's the price of center backs now. And I, I know that it's like, well, Ben White, well, ask yourself if 
If somebody was like, well, we're going to buy Jules Kunde for 60 million, would you have a different response? Because he's from Europe and maybe he has a different narrative around him. Ben White is a good center back. He's about worth like maybe 30 to 40. You know, Brighton also doesn't have to sell him, which comes into that comes into, you know, the conversation as well. And again, he's British and he's in the English national team. So although, yeah, we're probably paying more, everybody pays more for English players that are in the English national team. I mean, I think Chelsea bought Chilwell for like 50 million, you know, so it's just kind of what it is, but I'm not necessarily convinced that if you went to Europe and tried to find something similar that you'd be paying any less because Kunde was going to cost you 60, 70 million. Tapsoba is going to cost you 50 to 60 million. So, you know, and I'm not, I'm also not convinced that they're that much better than Ben, you know, let's see. Usopp says, and thank you for your super chat. I love that. Thank you so much. Says Ben White is quality. Um, why are some fans upset about us signing quality players? Get mad if we are signing bad players. Wait until the window is closed before we judge. I'm kind of there too, Usopp. I just, I guess I'm not seeing like why we're so up in arms about it, you know, because it's not like he's a bad player. And like even fans from rival teams are saying that this is a good signing. This is a good player. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why Arsenal fans can't see it, that he fits a lot of the qualities for the profile that we would want. And then because of that, you know, his price is, is what it is. And, but it, we know that we have to pay more for British players. We know that somebody who's in and around the English national team is going to cost more, you know, and if it's not our money, then why are we worried about it? You know, and nothing up until this point makes me believe that buying him means that we're not going to get, you know, the attacking midfielder or central midfielder. And it also doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to get less quality in those positions either. There's about 99 of you guys watching right now, which is crazy. Make sure you like the video and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. This is amazing, you guys. Never thought I would spend like two or three hours talking about Ben White, but there's so many, you know, different opinions. And I think everything is valid. I understand the anxiety, but I'm just giving from my perspective, I just think this is a good signing. You know, it is what it is. Um, Billy says, I low key feel we will have a really great transfer window. Don't say that too loud. If you say that you think you're, we're going to have a good transfer window, everybody will read you every single transfer window that didn't go well even though that wasn't with this administration or with this executive group, you know? And also, can we normalize not, you know, um, what do we want to call it? Not, you know, attributing past, you know, mistakes and, and Adu are not like responsible for what happened when Raul and Ivan Gazidis and all of them were here in arson. You know, so let's give them a chance to show us what they can do in a real transfer window. The pandemic window was not really one that I think that we should be like, okay, this is how they're going to operate. So let's give them a chance. Like, let's see what they have to have to give. That's, I would say, let's just go into it a little bit more positively and see what they can do and not, you know, make them pay for what the last administration did. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So... Ruban says, I don't have high expectations. I'm just going to say, see what they do. So far, Ben White is a good start. Let's keep it rolling. That's, that's a good way to think about it, you know, and let's keep maybe expectations a little bit low and just hope for the best, you know, 
Rampour says, this is a good start to the transfer window. White will help us strengthen our defense. AK Gunner says, disagree. Ben White will flop and Arsenal will finish outside the top six again. And Arteta will be sacked by Christmas. That's probably the most negative view that you could possibly have, but it's still valid. If that's what you believe, then hey. Richard says, Ben White is a luxury cosmetic per uh, purchase. We need to be spending first on our midfield. But see, this is the thing is like, just because this is the first signing doesn't mean it's the priority. It's the one that can get done the quickest. You know, just because like, that doesn't mean we're not negotiating for other players in the midfield. You know what I mean? It's like, we're just assuming that because this is the first one that we're doing, it's the most important. And that's not how transfers work. Usually the bigger signings, the one that, that are more important that you're going to spend more money on actually happen towards the end of the window because they're harder to get done. So I don't think him being first means that we're not spending money on our midfield. And if Basuma and James Madison were to come in on the last day of the window, does it really matter that Ben White came first? We're assuming that they're taking the 50 million, like we have 100 million and we're taking 50. And that means there's only 50 for what's left. We don't know what you know we have to spend. Nobody reliable has said that getting Ben White means we're not getting anything else. It's a priority for the club. And whether we like it or not, that's the reality. Center back is a priority, but also attacking mid fullbacks and central midfield are also priorities. And that's known. So I'm not really understanding why getting him first means we're not spending money on the midfield. And why, why does the midfield need to come first? You know, it's about getting it done within the transfer window, regardless as if it's on the first day that it opens or the last, you know, I just don't really, I'm not understanding why this one being first means that all is lost. Like I don't get it. Um, Bryzer says, funnily enough, I haven't heard the rumor of us being broke. I mean, nobody is saying that we have no money. And usually if we don't, it's being reported by everybody, you know? PSF says Arsenal fans are acting like they don't want top players. Dempsek says David Luiz has left the club, needs a decent center back. I mean, let's see. Olivier says Ben White with Basuma add-on. <laughs> GK says, I don't think Ben White is much of an upgrade from holding, but my opinion, but my opinion will see this. Yeah. I mean, it was hard for me to kind of see it at first too. Like I had to go back, look at videos not just him in compilations, but him playing for Brighton and to see what the profile could do to improve us. And yes, I don't think defensively he's that much better, but this signing is not about defense. It's about our offense and being able to build out of the back and I can say 100% with certainty that Ben White is better on the ball and more technically gifted than Rob Holding. You know, so that's what matters to me. Matthew D'Souza says, just how much are we getting for Saliba or is that $27 million down the drain? I mean, no, we're not. I mean, nobody said that we're selling Saliba. You know, from what's reported, it would be a loan, not really a, a sale. So if we were to loan him out, it'd probably be to a Premier League club to get him, you know, the experience in the Premier League at a at a, a level that's not under pressure Arsenal, <laughs> you know. So I don't think it's twenty seven million down the drain until we sell him for less than what he's worth, and we're nowhere near that just yet. Samuel says the only thing I'm worried about is our out 
outgoings right now, which I feel will hinder the incomings and keep us from changing systems possibly next year. Yeah, hopefully they're able to get the players out that they need to, you know, so I don't know. Hopefully they can get it done. But it looks like as of now, it's like loans with obligations. And again, we have to remember that Europe is skint. <laughs> like they don't have money, you know, so we have to keep that in consideration when we're feeling like Jacka should go for 35 million. Mavropanos, who transfer markets value transfer market value is about six million, and we want way more for that. Like we have to take those those things in consideration as well. Billy says Basuma is not our first option. Camavinga is. If we can't get Camavinga, we'll get Basuma as simple as that. Basuma wants to join. Fee is not expensive. Brighton interested in Enketia. Those are all really good points. T. Walder says, I've completely come around to the Ben White deal. I freaked out at first because I thought it was our budget gone. Exactly. I understand that. You know, I felt the same way. I was like, well, if we don't have the money, then why will we do this? But I believe we have more and it's been reported by multiple people that we have more than what people originally thought. And trust me, if we were broke, we would know it because everybody and their mom would be telling us every single day that we're broke. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, I think that's that's, you know, I understand, you know, what where the anxiety is coming from. But before we get out of here, one thing that I do want to say is what happens when he does sign? which looks very likely at the moment. What happens after he signs? What needs to happen is we need to cut this out and not, you know, we cannot transfer that over to aggression towards him. That's what we tend to do when we don't like the signing. Anything that he does is way more dramatic than it needs to be. And making a mistake will automatically be, this is why we should be playing Saliba. And I think if and when he does sign, we need to back him because he's an Arsenal player. He'll be an Arsenal player. And I would love for to see the Arsenal fan base at least get behind the players in a way that makes sense. You know, I understand we criticize them and we analyze them. But ultimately, if he signs for Arsenal, I would hope that we can all get behind him and hope that he does well and not hope that he does poorly so that we can be right. You know, I don't want to be right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I want Arsenal to win games, you know? Nikki says, hey, Jess, if he signs, then we will back him. Otherwise, he will only fail. Sean says, I agree with you on that, Jess. Dem Demsec says, great. I will support him and wait for the next signings. Oliver said, we wouldn't be paying all of that money up front, which will allow us to make more signings. Um, Bowie the Cat says, Saliba has three years left. And that's also something we have to take into consideration is that, like, he's he doesn't have to really go anywhere at the moment. I mean... If if you tell me like right now that Saliba will get loaned out and he'll still, you know, be at Arsenal the season after homegrown player re replace Rob Holding, then I think it's fine. But, yeah, he does have three years left on his deal, so he still has some time. Matt G says fans can't do a Pepe with Ben White. It's not his fault that he costs 50 million. Don't bring it up every time he makes a mistake. Matt G, that's a really, really good point. AK Gunner says, I hope I am wrong, not trying to be negative. I will give all of our signings a fair chance. That's that's all that I really, you can think it's the worst signing in the world, but once he signs on the dotted line, we have to back him. Like, especially with fans going back into the stands, you know, let's 
let's try to support him a little bit. Like, you know, if he does come in and that goes with all of our signings and the players that play for Arsenal now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Demsek says, I'd like Saliba to be loaned out to a Premier League club until January. That'd be cool. You know, I don't really have an issue with him being loaned out. If there's a long-term plan for him, then I'm okay with that. Richard um, Francis says, if White signs for 50 million, I will order my Arteta out sign. Feel free. Nick says, if we need to get some of our transfer targets secured early as possible. So I just hope that they close the deal. Exactly. So, okay, you guys, we're going to end it there. Thank you guys so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I feel like there was a lot of new faces. So if this is your first time, please remember to subscribe to the channel and like the video. It really helps the channel out. Um, I want, I will be back at 2 PM UK time to do something different. Hopefully I can talk about something else. It's really difficult to do two streams a day, but I'm going to keep it up. Of course, you know, so I'll be back at 2 PM UK time, probably for some like live Q and a type of thing. I'll try to see if I can get souls or George to come on with me. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk then. So make sure again, like the video, subscribe to the channel, follow me on Twitter at it's just Senio and at she knows arsenal. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, y'all.